0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is still the month without hockey, as we call it around here, um, August. Yeah. So, it's time for another, as we're hit as it's August, it's road trip season, it's vacation season. By the time this airs, we might have a little bit of inkling of back to school season. <laughs> that's right kids the sand the hours and the sand glass are slowly uh, I had that real good lined up the the sands and the hourglass are soon running out and you will soon have to go back to school all one every one of you as of me already being back at work so so as it's still... On the tail end of road trip season. Concert season here in Pennsylvania. Also, county fair season as well. It's time for me to talk about another Tales from the Road this past season. And um, there's still a bit more of these to go. I have one more of these after this. And this is an NHL edition one. You know, me and the boys, we always try to follow the Bears once a season. Tends to happen. But this year... The stars aligned. This was a year where we're going to knock out some some NHL arenas. We're going to go see some big boy hockey at the big boy barns. But there was always one that we wanted to go to. There's one that I've heard countless NHL travelers say, Oh, best arena ever. Oh, got to go here. Got to do this. Got to go there. And that one was none other than Southern Ohio in Columbus, Ohio. Home of the Blue Jackets. And it just so aligned that we were able to find one. A Thursday night game against Anaheim. (laughs) It sounded so good a year ago. It really did. So, we saw that. And we're like, okay, where else can we get the next puzzle piece for this? Because we're not just going to go out there for a one and done. And, oh, look, Pittsburgh's playing. Okay, a little bit of a drive. You go up to western Pennsylvania. That's there. But who else could we tie into all this? Where does the next piece of the string go to Buffalo? (laughs) A noon game in Buffalo. (laughs) We've done stupider. How long is it? Not as long as you think. So, okay. Buffalo it is. And lastly, to Newark. Yeah. Four teams, four games, four days. Oh, boy. Was this going to be a task ahead of us? But we were going to do this by thunder. We were going to do this. And we did. We did this in mid-January. Me and the boys got all hopped up and all the monies were paid as well. This uh, this cost a little bit and this set me back. But but the wife knew what was going to happen. I, I let her know. She knows I do these do these trips a couple of times a year. Like when she goes to New York City. You know, we, we trust each other when we go on these trips. So, we get going. We get going. And it's, it's still bright and early in the morning. Bright and early in the morning, heading out there. And um, may have uh, forgotten something for Jesse. May have been some money for him. But we double round back and go get it. But no matter. No matter. On the road. And it's actually a really nice Thursday in January where it's, 50 degrees in January. And the farther west we got, Jesse's, you know, you have one of those dash thermometers, was hitting 60. 60 in January in Ohio. But I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, you know, because th- this was one of those trips where if you're going to Columbus, this is no back roads. You're doing the turnpike. You're doing the turnpike. This is how this goes. Except what I'm used to doing... Is that when you hit the western part of the turnpike... There in Pennsylvania... Out near Pittsburgh... You have one of three options... You either keep going straight... You head west... You drive right into Pittsburgh... You choose to go north... That takes, that'll takes that take you up toward near Cleveland... That'll take you up toward the northwest part of the state... And you can either go to Cleveland... Or you can go to Erie... Personally I don't know which one's worse... Or... Option number three... You go southwest... And that plunges you right into southern Ohio. And that we did. We took a slight detour. Well, not a slight detour. The road kind of takes you through West Virginia for about 50 miles as we drive through the town of Wheeling. Ew. Home of the Wheeling Nailers. Your ECHL affiliate of the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, hockey gods! Why? Why do you feel a city there deserves an ECHL team? Why them? Why does Pittsburgh have this? It uh, it makes no. It the place is a dump. The city's an old mining town that sits on a river. The arena sits on a river. It's no one. It, I've heard bad things about Wheeling. Let me put it that way. I've heard bad things about it. And it looks it. But we're not there for reeling. We're heading out west. We keep going out west. And we find the hotel that we're staying at. Nice holiday inn. When you're traveling on the road, you take whatever hotels you can get. And we get there. And it's 62 on the dashboard. I'm warm. I take off my hockey jersey. I'm like, this is 63. And there's warm sun. Beating down on this. Again, everyone, let me put this into perspective. It's January 18th. It's 63. I'm sweating. The sun feels warm. All right. I'm not saying the climate people are wrong, but things like this give them a case. But it's time for us to get ready and ready to go. And we get to our room. We get settled in. And, um, it's like, all right, we got to get to the arena. Okay. So we hop on and we're still about a good 25 miles out of Columbus. Now, this isn't like a lot of our usual trips where we're staying in one city for two to three days. No, it's one city to another. So we have to find out what's effective. We have to find, we, we find a, a hotel that's 25 miles east of Columbus. So that way that'll cut down on our trip a little bit. Was it 25 or 40 miles? But anyway, anyway. The more time we drive back at night, the less time we got to do in the morning. So, so as we're driving toward, you know, we're heading through southern Ohio, which is a great big batch of nothing. I think we drove near Sandusky, Ohio. I'm not sure. But it is flat and nothing in Ohio. And as we're, we're noticing, 20 miles out from Columbus. Okay, so give us about a good, uh, the rate we're going, about a good 30 minutes, and we'll be there at the arena, and oh my god! Those are gray doom clouds heading toward us. Those are almost black. Oh my God. Put down the window a little bit. Is it still warm? Oh God, it's still warm. Uh-oh. Oh, I know what this is. This is. Hey Joe, who has got the biggest, quickest weather app. Pulling it up, checking the radar. And oh, Frank Mathers. There is a line of yellow, orange, and red coming right for us and it's a line of storms. There is no oh well it might break up over the mountains and we might not get it bad. No, this is flat Ohio. We are driving into black storm clouds of doom. I'm expecting Bowser's doom ship to come flying out of it. Or Cthulhu. And we're like uh time check? Uh it's about 5:15. Time we're scheduled to be at the arena. Uh we're we're looking to get the parking by 4 by 5:45. And those clouds, we're driving right into it. But you, you, you got to do it. You got to do it. If we're driving right into it, well, all we need now is Rock Jack Black playing rock music in the background, and we're, we're 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 going in. We got no choice. And we're driving in. We're getting closer. And you notice, if you get closer to Columbus, Ohio, there are signs for the Ohio State University out there. Lovely. But nope, we're, we ain't here for college football. We're here for hockey. Gosh darn it. And we turn in and drip, drip, drip. Thunk, thunk. Drip, drip, drip. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, God. Well, maybe this will be a... Oh, I, and we're hearing the splat, splat on the windshield. Oh, I know what this storm is. This is a storm that's going to push all that warm air out of here. This is a cold front that's going to give us proper winter winter temperatures. This is what the summertime does when it when the temperature reaches 90 and you need a good line of thunderstorms that's going to cool things off in the region that sends the temperatures from like mid-90s down to like low 80s. But it's a really strong batch of thunderstorms that pushes everything out of here. Yeah, you get that in January. Oh, lovely. So we get into the city and the rain is just coming down now. It is downpours. Now, we're like, okay, what does it take us? And we realize at this point... Like, like you know, when men, us men, when you're in a sticky situation, you get that moment where, as men, you get that unspoken bond of, all right, we gotta band together to get through this. Nobody has to say it, but it happens. That's what happened to us in the car, and we're driving into Columbus, Columbus. And I, get Joe's GPS is on because he's got the quickest phone out out of between me, me and him. I'm watching. I'm a NASCAR spotter. Jesse's like, I need a lane. Where? Left. Joe, anything? You're clear. Go. Go. All right. What exit? Exit 2F. Where's that? Right. Clear? No. No. Two. 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 One. One. Go. Go. Get in. Exit. Left. There it is. All right. In we go. Because it's in the rain. It's pelting. Pelting. There's there's a garage on our left, but we still got two traffic lights to get through. And it looks like they've got cones leading people in. Good, good, good. No traffic cops to deal with, but watching the lights. Watching the lights. We need a lane on the left. We got a left. Joe, clear. Yes, go. We get over, and the rain's still pelting us, pelting us. Just get in the garage. Get in. And we get in, and the rain stops. Well, not stops, but we're out of it. We drive in. We get into a spot, and we just look out over to the brick building that's sitting ahead of us. That is none other than Nationwide Arena. There in Columbus, Ohio. And the rain eventually wears off. It slows down. Again, this is a line of storms. Quick moving storms. It's going to be rough for about half an hour to an hour. But it'll be gone. And that's exactly what it did. And so we get out. We get on our bare stuff. And we go down to the Nationwide Arena there in downtown Columbus, Ohio. And what a beautiful sight it is. Brick facade. Brick facade. Paying tribute to the industrial city that I think it's industrial city that Columbus is. No, it's a college city. My bad, it's a college city. But still, it's nice there there's a square there like where it is with all sorts of like, you know, restaurants there. But it's a nice place. Doors open, we get in and right off to the right there's cannonball stuck in the wall. It's everyone who scored a goal this season? Seriously? Wonder what happens when they have a lot of goal scorers on the team. Well, it is Columbus, so not too many years like that. But we go in, and we go up, and we go through. You know, we go through all the stuff. Like, we check out the merch. And there's one nice merch stand off to our right. We look at a few things, but I'm sure there's more there. We head out into the concourse, which is absolutely beautiful. Brick-laden concourse, nice and wide with plenty of options to eat. This is how it's done. This is an NHL rink, and it is beautiful. You look in, and there's the beautiful ice twin-level seating that goes up and out in the right way with corner seating. That's all sponsored by Bally's. Okay. Yeah. it's Everybody has a sports book these days. Yep. And farther down the line we go, we see, okay, another big Columbus shop. Oh, my God. There's stuff everywhere. What a team store this is. Yes, I will partake in this. I will. And we find a good t-shirt. We find a good player t-shirt. Player t-shirt as well. I get myself a nice toque while I'm there. And um, (laughs) couldn't be too bad of a boy because I have three other places I'm going to. But we go up to our seats. Not like there's a lot of people here. I mean, it is Anaheim after all. But it's a nice place. They do warm-ups and everything, and Columbus skates onto the ice, and we get the call of the great PA announcer going, And now, here's your Columbus Blue Jacket! Boom! Cannon goes off. Oh, yes. We got our picture with the cannon. You're in Columbus. You have to. It's a beautiful Civil War cannon there. And, of course, Columbus comes out in those beautiful blue navy... No, no. Union, Civil War Union blue jerseys. They're nice. We would have liked the cannon, but you can't always get what you want out of life. Columbus ends up losing the game to freaking Anaheim, but both these teams sucked over the past season. But that wasn't the point. The point was we got to go to Columbus. And I've heard by a lot of people, it's a hidden gem in the hockey world. It is truly a hidden gem because it is such a great arena to be at. And people are not wrong. As we walked out that night, yes, it was cooler and windier. By God, was it. But we we loved it. Columbus is great. I'd like to see that place a little bit more full and a little bit more lively. But it was a great first visit out to Columbus. And there's a reason why, whenever we take a look at the schedule, we see if we can pull off a Columbus. But that was the first leg of our trip. As we drove back, we needed some late-night eats. And, of course, when you're on a hockey road trip, where do you stop for late night eats? That's right, everyone. It's a Wendy's. Yeah, we find one. Yeah, we order and get in. We get our food. We just get our food, sit there, eat, drive back to the hotel, and it gives about a good 40 minutes for the food to digest. Are you going to eat and try and fall asleep? Well, we've done stupider. So we get back to the hotel. I have trouble falling asleep because, well... <laughs> New bed, not with the wifey, not in a familiar territory, and it's just it it it's hard when your when your sleep gets thrown off. It really is, but the next day it was off to Pittsburgh. We could leave a little bit later. Columbus to Pittsburgh was a healthy three and a half to was it four healthy four hours, but we had some time. We had some time, so we got out. We got moving. We stopped at a nice Longhorn Steakhouse while we were out there. Somebody had a $50 Longhorn gift card they had to use up. (laughs) Ooh, I ate so good with that. So good. And it was off to Pittsburgh. So we found our place that we were staying at was in Butler, PA. And for those of you who are any familiar with PA, well, Butler's nowhere near Pittsburgh. You're right. It's 45 minutes north. But we're heading north on our next leg of the trip. Again, Anything we get knocked out of the way way the night before is less we got to do in the morning. And this, friends, was the hard part. Because it was a 7 o'clock game in Pittsburgh and a noon game up in Buffalo. This was going to be the tough turnaround. But we knew what we were getting ourselves into. And Pittsburgh's my city, ladies and gentlemen. I had a grandma that lived on Mount Washington. I was at a Pirates game earlier in the year. This is my city. And I was ready for it. We'd heard stories about it. I'd been to PPG Paints once before in 2018. But now I get to see it post-pandemic. As we drive into the city, there's a bit of a backup trying to get to the arena at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. All right, end of week rush hour. Because we're the only schmucks trying to get in. But does everybody drive in at once? Why is it taking... So, uh, inner city traffic. Gotta deal with it. Inner city traffic. And as we're getting closer and closer. Slowly. Slowly. Methodically. Painfully. Why is this taking so long? Because... Construction. Because construction that takes... Four lanes down to two... Right near PPG Paints Arena. They're doing restructuring... Infrastructure and repaving. Parallel to PPG paints. During hockey season. Why are you like this? Oh, God. And what should have been... And I'm not knocking because it's inner city traffic. We could deal with that. But it takes a freaking hour to get from one... Sp- uh, okay, okay. I'm rambling. So we get in, and we're like, okay, find whatever parking spot you can. Uh, Event parking next to a hotel. Drive in underground garage. (sniffs) Done. In we go. Just get parked. Let's just get parked. And I'm ready to go. I got the two kids with me. I got Sid. That's the arena we got her in. I'm ready. Penn's jersey on. And the guys are going to root for the Sens. Because they don't like the Penguins. This is just what happens. And there's no malice or spite or anything. They know it's my team. And they're going to root against it because, well, it's guys on a hockey trip. We're going to give each other shit. It's what, it's it's us men. And in the words of Red Green, Red Green, it may not be smart nor correct, but it's just men. It's just one of the things that makes us men what we are. So we get there. We're going to check in at, like, the far corners, like, like. The gates are at the corners of the arena. And there there's a big lavish entrance up near the top of one block, but on a southern block there's a smaller one, which is where we're going to go in and this keeps getting filled up a little bit. And I see a lot of Penguins Winter Classic jerseys. The ones that were against Boston. Oh lovely. Now oh, great. But we go to check we go to we're in. Alright, let's get in, let's go It's a little crap trying to get in here <laughs> Is there no season ticket entrance only or anything? No, they let everybody in at once at 6? Oh god Alright, 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 alright all right. No bitch, no complain Just get in, we go up the escalators It's a tight fit Into the pen store we go Alright, time for me to get some Penguins goodies And crap, 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 crap Licensed crap Crap, schlock, crap, kid schlock, crap, where's the good stuff? This is all junk. Well, there's a Valentine's Day one. That could be good for the wifey. Do you have it in 2X? Okay. That might be good for the wifey. All right. But anyway, get out. On we go. Up the stairs and up to the upper levels we go. Up to the upper sanctuary of PPG. And we get out there and I see the title banners right there on the rafters. Awesome. Yes. 1991, 1992, 2009, 2015, 2016. I saw three of those championships, ladies and gentlemen. And no, I don't care what you think about them. Those are titles I watched. I watched happen. In a, in a strange year when the Penguins won the Stanley Cup and the Bears won a Calder Cup, it was an odd convergence here. Surprisingly, I got that this year with Vegas and Hershey. But we sit down there and suddenly we we're we're hearing hearing <makes noise> like that sounds like a DJ. Give it up for DJ four one three. What the actual fuck? They have a DJ. I say that along the same lines of Boromir in Lord of the Rings. They have a cave troll. They have a DJ and he's there spinning the tunes. He has a custom-made Pens jersey on. How dare you desecrate our colors with your But you know what? He's a man getting paid to have the to live his best life down there. Whatever. Whatever. So we get closer uh right, sorry, Let, let's uh let's go walk around the concourse a little bit. And we go up there oh god it's packed. All right. Warm ups are about ready to start. I need to get down there and see this. Now, the thing is with the penguins, you can't go down there and high five the boys as they're coming out. You wanna know why? Because the penguins are greedy bastards and only and only club people can do that. Yeah. The entrance tunnels are by their club section. And if you want an ultra premium experience, you can have the restaurant that's underneath the seating where you can watch the boys walk out. Yeah, first world problems. I said I'm a Penguins fan. I never said I wouldn't point out their flaws. But out comes and now, here's your Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, let's go and boom over the loudspeakers. Music pumping and blaring and oh god oh god what d- turn it down your mix is too high turn it down what do you do god turn it down i'm watching the fabric on the speakers fluctuate like in and out in and out in and out and i'm not talking about that but with each thump of the bass just boom, 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 in and out you're destroying these speakers! Turn the main volume down! I'm a sound tech. I know this stuff. Your mix is too high. I'm like, Jesse, we, we, we gotta go. He's like, yeah, I'm getting a headache. All right, l- let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm not gonna watch this. I'm not. I'm not. And maybe it would have been better down at the 100 level, but <laughs> you can't stand down there and watch warm-ups because A, you're not a kid, and B, security's been told to make sure everybody sits in their appropriate seat. Okay, so we go up to the upper concourse, and we start walking around, and for those of you who Bears fans who travel, I'm getting Lehigh vibes on this. It's crowded, it's cramped, we've got a shorter tackle the way we get through. Trying to look for something to eat, but... Everything's cashless and touchless. You slide your credit card through and you and somebody just slides your food. And yeah, I get it. I get it. Tail end of the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Just a cheap excuse for everybody to upgrade. Hell, there's even a feature of, I think it was called the gallery, it was called, to where you can order food off your phone. It's put in a pod and when it's done, you pay on your phone. The pod unlocks and you can reach in and grab your food. This is what we've come to. And I'm trying to remember, Isn't wasn't there like a Pomeri Brothers in here? Wasn't there a sushi stand in here? Wasn't there a great barbecue place or something? I mean, it, it's there, but everything's blown up. <sighs> so we go around the merch stand. There's a nice cheerleader penguin, the cheerleader Pittsburgh Penguins teddy bear that I got for the wife, and surprisingly, she's liked it. And her name is Crystal. <sighs> okay, let me explain. The first kid we got named Sid. That's S I T S I D. And yes, that can be a girl's name. Shut up. Crystal. Sydney. Sid, as in Sydney Crosby. Crystal, as in K R S Y S T A L, as in Chris Latang. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how we name them. But the concourses are just crowded. There's nowhere to get around. Even at first intermission, I'm trying to text updates on the Bears and I hear a guy behind me, huh, fucking young people on their phones, get off your phone and watch. And I'm like, brother, I'm walking and I'm texting. I can do two things at once. Put the fucking phone away and learn how to walk. Fuck. And I'm like, eh. and Jesse literally goes, like, you know that Bro, no, no. You know those moments where they just go, no, bro, ain't worth it. Ain't worth it. We slide off to an area and... (sighs) What's happened to my city? What's happened to my team? And I'm seeing knockoff jerseys everywhere I can see. Yeah, we're beating the Ottawa Senators and it was probably the most complete game I saw the Penguins play all season. But there's just something fake that's here. There's this arrogance. There's this falseness. I mean, yeah, I get it. This place ain't the igloo. This doesn't have a blue-collar charm. This has a white-collar charm to it. Not even that. A team that's seen great success and it's gone to their head? What's happened to you? What happened? Pens do end up winning. And, all right, time to go. Now time to the most treacherous part of our journey. The journey home. And we go down and we go to the... We're walking out, and everybody's cramped together. I can feel Jesse's upset because there's a lot of people. He doesn't have a lot of room to think. I'm upset because I don't like how this is treated. And Joe, I can tell when Joe's upset because he's in fuck you mode. Think Bangeku from uh, My Hero Academia. He's just, just I want to get away from people. And we just get out of the arena. And the fir- and we're walking out near the main entrance where they have the big hashtag L lgp up there let's go pens and we're hearing everyone let's go pens Woo-hoo! let's go pens honk 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 let's go pens Fuck yeah! and i'm like pull the hood up pull the hood up don't make eye contact with these people oh god and it's cold and it's scenery snowing outside you know when it's snowing but it's not laying it's just there for the effect i'm like oh god let's just i'll just go go we go across the street we go to the garage and uh some people are standing there at the gate as we go to the garage okay fine let's just get in the car let's just get in the car and we get in and we get in and we sit and we sit nobody's moving and we sit and we sit 10 minutes 15 minutes why is nobody moving people are turning off their cars and getting out this isn't good we're not moving. What the fuck's going on? It's almost 10 Why are we not moving? Game ended at 9.35. Why are we not moving? Turns out the gate there for... Was malfunctioning. <laughs> and they needed to call maintenance. They can't. The gate's stuck. I'm sure there's another gate for everybody to get out. No! It's the only one. Well, they can't can't they send you out through the entrance? No, that would be smart. We're stuck here. And we have an early wake-up call. Of <laughs> oh, God. And we're looking down onto the streets, and there's nothing. 20 minutes later, 10.30, they finally get the gate open. Don't worry about paying our bad. Just go. Just go. They want to empty this out, and they do. We're like, okay, how do we get out of here? Where's the GPS say, all right. Turn left so we can get out. Nope. All traffic must turn right. Fuck. All right. Turn right. All right. Got to make another right. All right. We're going to be circling the garage. Another right. Go. Good. Another another right. Okay. We just did a lap around the arena. And okay. We need to make a left here so we can get on. No left turns allowed. What the fuck? Turn around. Like at the next, at the next available opportunity, please make a U-turn. I can see the look in Jesse's eyes. This isn't good. We we go to where there's a would have been a left turn into the lot, and he say cops none good, whips it whips around to make a U turn, U turn, and we have two lanes that are going to be right turns that takes us going to take us onto four seventy seventy six. We get there at a red light, and because of this traffic, and because of this, we're just going to go, we're going to go. We're go- we start going on, and there is a person off to our, to our right. To our right. And I go, Jesse, right, right, right. Right, thinking, okay, this person's going to slow down. He's going to slow down and realize it turns into one lane. Nope, NASCAR style. Blast by us. Honk on the horn the entire time. Drives off, nearly clips Jesse, and just drives off into the night. We hit the brakes at the intersection. Not that it makes a difference because we're the only fucking people out here. And Jesse just... He looks at me, looks at Joe. And I go, I'm okay. Nothing happened. Let's just go. And he nods. And I hear... At least as much you can do in a Prius. And he drives off. And you know, for those of you that have been on road trips... You know when you're so upset nobody says anything? Just because you don't want to talk? Just because you're so upset at you you just want this over with? But unfortunately, we have 45 more minutes of driving. Back to Butler! We grab comfort food at Sheets Because, well, it's late at night and, well... Fuck. We get back to the hotel. We get the food out and we start eating it. And we still haven't said anything. It's been 40 minutes none of us have said a word. Because we're all just like, let's just try to get some sleep. And I'm like, are you guys okay? Jesse gives a thumbs up, Joe just nods. And that was about it. We head off to bed. And we got two more cities to hit. And there'll be more right after this. But before we continue on with Tales from the Road, Bears fans, college football. Ball is here and back and who's ready for week one, baby? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up, with they can't miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets. We all know anything can happen in college football. Your team can go from unranked to dynasty mode in just a few years. Your team can also change conferences the same way all of us change Change t-shirts. Change comes fast, and the only thing that that's a, lo- a lock is great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit visit www1800 net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of the Boothill Boot and casino 21 plus varies by jurisdiction void in ontario co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply also bears fans we are coming down the home stretch of summer it is labor day weekend or the start of the school year for many and even if you're not or going on vacation. Or just finishing up some end of summer fall maintenance you gotta got do. You gotta to listen to your favorite songs and playlists. Or maybe going on YouTube and reliving the Hershey Bears magical run to the Cal- Calder Cup. It, whatever your is, I just need to retreat inside my own head sometimes. Sometimes I need to pop on some music that I like. Maybe some gaming stuff. Maybe some anime music. Don't judge me. Or whatever. I just whatever something i just randomly found on youtube and raycon wireless earbuds can help you out with just that there's a lot of stuff going on even at the end of summer and fall being right around the corner your life is going to get busy with driving the kids back around now that back to school is going with football soccer practices and everything else you're going to need a set of earbuds that'll keep you going pumping you up all throughout life's challenges I personally do like Raycons because, again, they fit in your ear so well. I wear snore blockers in my ears at night, and so I'm used to having a comfortable gel in my ear that helps block out noise. Raycon does just that. Whether it fits into your ears just fine and easy easy to take in and out for whenever I'm listening, listening around the house or just doing a few laps around the neighborhood. I can tell you right now, folks, Raycons is the best way to go with 32-hour battery life, eight hours of playtime, and an easy rechargeable chargeable case so you can get back in the game and listening to whatever music or podcasts that help you get th- through the day. They all start at half prices of premium audio brands so they sound just as good. And best of all, Raycon comes with a 30-day Happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Grit and Barrett podcast listeners can get fifteen percent off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com/thpn. That's buyraycon.com/thpn to save fifteen percent on Raycons. Buyraycon.com/thpn, and now on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast talking about Tales from the Road, NHL edition. Four games in four days. When we last left our team, well, we had an early Saturday morning wake-up call, 6.30 bright and early in the morning because we got to get to Buffalo because we're a bunch of insane, stupid idiots. So we get up and we realize, okay, um, finger food breakfast, not like we're going to stop. Like, is there anything down there? Down there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There, there's some. All right. Got to get going. Everything in the car. Get up. Pack. Go. And oh, was this? No, this wasn't the one I was working out in. That that, that was a Friday when we actually had time in the morning. This was the one where it's just you got to get up and go. It. it we knew this was going to be the rough part. So we threw everything in. I got myself an energy drink ready to go because God knows I need it. We stuff each other into the car and it's back onto 476, back onto whatever route to straight north, Jerry. We're going north. And we just basically follow Lake Erie all the way up. And it was then we finally talked about how we felt about last night. And I told them, I apologize as a Pens fan, that was ridiculous. And I explained all the feelings, like I just said to you guys before, to them. And they agree, it felt fake. And getting out of that city was, was unnecessary, ridiculous. It shouldn't have been that hard. And our one buddy was saying, oh, well, I've gotten in and out easily. Yeah, you didn't have construction to deal with. And maybe we'll give it a second chance one of these days. Maybe we'll try again at one point, but this was just a disaster in a way. But we drive north there on Buffalo, and oh, it gets a bit more brisk as we head into Oop State, New York. And we get and we get up to Buffalo around like 10.30. There's barely any snow on the ground. <laughs> it really has been an odd winter. But it's a shame. You know, Buffalo plays tomorrow, and you can tell that Bill's Mafia runs that city. Well, it's, it's an... It, it, it's a tongue and well, it's a tongue-in-cheek gesture. That's what they call themselves, Bills Mafia. But whenever I go to a multi-sports city, I always try to figure out what team rules the roost. You know, DC, it's a little hard to, to tell, but it's mostly the Capitals that run that city. Don't don't sell me that the Nationals do. Don't sell me that the Deadskins or the Commies do. Don't don't sell me the Wizards. <laughs> cute, cute. It's mostly the Capitals that run that city. Or you go to Pittsburgh. It's a football city. It's Steelers. The Pens have their time, and maybe someday the Pirates will. And I believe if the Pirates will, they'll take over that city. Because I think there is more of a baseball than football. So, but when I was in Buffalo, yeah, it's Bill's Mafia. All you have is football and hockey. And Buffalo looks like the type of city you think it is. It's a city that's been absolutely decimated by harsh winters. But it's a place that knows how to handle those winters. A place that knows how to handle snow and bitter cold and regret and loneliness and poor life decisions. We pull up to whatever its name arena is called. I liked it when it was called the um, HSBC Arena, First Niagara Center. I think it's Key Bank now, but whatever. Insert name here. But it is a big old dome, and we're sitting way up in the tippy top of of KeyBank Center, whatever it is. But we don't care. It's Buffalo. It's Buffalo, baby. And I was told when I get up there, make sure you get a certain roast beef sandwich when you're up there. Noted. And we get in there, we go in the entrance. It's a really nice, nice entrance when you get in, but also efficient. It gets you in, it scans a ticket, big concourse, and everybody just goes in. They have lots of lanes for ticket scanning. So even on busier days, it's not that bad. But it's what we like about Buffalo. It's efficient. It moves. It gets people moving. And on a Saturday matinee game, well, <laughs> it is a pick for where you want to go. We stop off there in the team store because, of course, we do. A nice little buffalo shirt. And wouldn't you know it, they're wearing their goat head jerseys. It's back to the 90s. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait to see them grab some stuff for the wifey. And away we go. We do not have a buffalo child. Hard to do. But we get there. We go up to our seats. We go up to the top. We go to the third concourse. And I make sure to get, get the roast beasts. Sandwich I was told so much about. A very salty roast beef sandwich. But oh my god, the tenderness is delicious. And the way the the Swiss just melts onto the roast beef. And the salty bun. Oh my god, it all comes together so well. Mm. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Mm. But anyway. But anyway. After getting some sort of lunch in me. We go to catch the game between the Buffalo Sabres and the Anaheim Ducks. And the previous night there in Buffalo was Ryan Miller retirement night. Old number 30 gets retired to the Rafters. And it's interesting to see all the names that have gone through the Sabres, a team that's been around 50 plus years. Pat LaFontaine, Fontaine, Ryan Miller. There's probably others I'm forgetting because I'm, I'm terrible with this and what retired numbers. But it's nice to see the old microphone up there of R.J. Richner up there who retired just after the 2021 season. And I won't forget a line when he said one of his last nine last lines. The spirit is willing, but the body is unable to anymore. And a man who never thought he'd spoke biblical in his life. It's a shame whenever the old-timers, the ones who are good at what they do, hang up the microphone. It's a shame. It really is. He's gone. Grandpa Mike's retired. Uncle Doc's retired. Uh, It's a new generation out there in the media landscape. It's a little rough. But Buffalo goes on to defeat Anaheim soundly that night. That afternoon. Fun game to watch. Great goal horn. Great people, very knowledgeable hockey people, and a great arena there in Buffalo. Now all the streets were paved with bricks, and I wish I was kidding. They're cobblestone and bricks, there's a lot of them. But the city but we got out in decent time. A Saturday afternoon game's easier to get out of a Friday night game, but we got out of Buffalo just fine. And it was time to head due south to the southern tier of New York, where we were gonna be staying for the night. Because there's no way we're driving all the way from Buffalo to Newark early in the morning. But we we tried throwing out the idea, hey, why don't we go to a Syracuse Crunch game while we're out here? <laughs> why are we doing this? But nope, nope, wasn't meant to be. And we just start driving due south through the western part of New York. The countryside of New York that not a lot of people like to talk about. We start driving. The GPS starts taking us. Joe's out in the back seat. He's a weird sleeping thing. But as me and Jesse are driving, we're going through some of these back parts of New York, and this feels familiar. This, this backway gas station. I remember this from a few years ago. Jesse, wasn't this the route we went through when we came up here before the pandemic? And Jesse's mind is is thinking, and he goes. I think it is. I think we are going through the same route. Because we went to Buffalo against Pittsburgh, and then the back-to-back in Hartford and then Providence. Those were the last Bears game before the Corona Nation attacked. So we're experiencing that journey again, but in reverse. When we drove up to Buffalo to start, now we're driving from Buffalo to the Southern Tier. And we're driving through this, I'm like, Jesse, this is very familiar. I think we did this before. And he realizes it. We stop at a small gas station, the same one we stopped at before. It's a nice little trucker station that you just, you, can, you know, you can stop there. You can refuel. You can get a shower. Or hell, you can park there for your 10 hours. Just a nice little truck station. A random there in, in New York. And me and Jesse, we kind of know it. And I didn't tell Joe this, but he on. he eventually agreed on it too. This was a timeline starting to correct itself. Out of everything that happened, that horrible time of COVID put us in a very dark timeline. And it was going to take time for that timeline to correct itself. And it eventually did. And I think this was one of the ways it did. We stayed at a hotel near Elmira, New York. If you know, you know from the old ECHL days. We stay there for the night. We watch Bears versus Belleville from the horrible CAA arena that has horrible sight lines. We chow down on big-ass pizza and a lot of wings because God knows we are hungry and we're going to stuff our faces. Dang it. And we actually all are able to fall asleep quite well that night because we had one more in us. One more to go. And we wake up on a Sunday morning, a bitter cold Sunday morning there in Oop State, New York. We grab some supplies at the gas station next door to the hotel. I grab some wake-up juice and away we go. Heading through the southern tier of New York, we'll cut down into PA for a little bit and then cut right into Newark. We're making good time for a 2 o'clock start there in Newark. And as we go in, we hit a Wendy's. We get a nice little early lunch, late breakfast there. Chow down. Joe gets a phone call, deals with some family stuff and... Okay, we kind of got that to deal with. All right. But it's time for us to get into Newark. And we're getting there. It's a nice weather. It's a decent day. Devils are playing. Newark is lively because it's a pretty good team. And we're like, I'm like, Jesse, there's a parking lot right there. It's close. No, 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 we're not going to park. Why not? It's right there at 20 bucks. I got a place I'm going to go. But it's right. No, let him do it. Let them do it. I don't care if it was $25. I'll trade the higher cost for convenience. But what he was doing... We drived up a little bit more and we took a left down a back... Back alley road of Newark. Not that it was bad, but we had a fucking scooter drive by us. Inner city, asshole. But we were able to find a parking lot that's going to easily dump us out onto where we want to go. That's what he wanted. And Okay. Okay. He's the thinker. You're the reactor. And um, it's still a cool day there in Newark. It's about 42, which is normal for about that time of year. And we're realizing what we're going to do. Oh, by the way, did I forget to mention who the Devils were playing? Pittsburgh. Am I wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins jersey into Newark, New Jersey? Yes. Yes, I am. So you're really going to walk into a A Devils game wearing a Penguins jersey? Yeah, I'll do it. It's not like I'm going into Philly with it. So we get inside. We go there to The Rock. Which is still very nice. A nice place. Able to grab some stuff. Grab some merch. There's a replica Stanley Cup there. I get my picture beside it with the two kids. And we go up to our section. And my God, we are stuffed all the way up in the rows of of Newark. I'm able to meet my hockey brother, Neil Valenpino, of the Devil State of Mind podcast there. It's good to meet him in person. Finally got a chance to meet him. And we're walking around, not getting any food because things are stupidly overpriced because, lol, New Jersey. And the game there was a bit more competitive than what I thought it would be. I mean, I'm a Pens fan, but I'm also a realist. I thought the Devil's team would murder them. And I'd take my lumps. I mean... Heck, Jack Hughes scored on the first shot of the game. And I admit the chanting and the ribbing was not as bad as I thought it would be, but it's Pittsburgh and New Jersey. It's not like New York and New Jersey. It's not like Rangers versus Devils. <laughs> oh boy. But it was a fun game. 1-1 in overtime. Devils win it on a overtime power play Blast from Dougie Hamilton that you knew was going to go into the net as soon as they fed it to him. But it was fun. Nobody heckled me for being a for being a Pens fan. No one did, and I didn't start anything either. Crazy, not stupid. And we file out. It's about uh, five o'clock when we get out of there. Five thirty. We get out of the city around six, and Jesse just starts hauling ass down. Out of Newark and on to 78. It's a familiar route we take. It's a familiar route. We just dump... Just dumps us out. I think it was on to like... four something. And then on to 78. He was determined to get me home... Before 9 o'clock. And he's able to. And is still sitting in the back. Still being quiet. Dealing with whatever he has to. And that's fine. And... We hit our usual stop, our New Jersey truck stop, and then just bolt to home. And that did it for four games in four days. And me and the guys realized about a week later, and I talked to Joe after he was feeling better. And it was a a silent realization that me and the guys came to was that we kind of overdid it (laughs) with four games in four days. Because it got to Joe in his own way. Stuff from home didn't help, but it got to him. It was four days of constant travel. There was no time to enjoy it because it was either enjoy the game, get in the car, go to the hotel for maybe an hour and then get up, get in the car and go. Game, car, hotel, hotel, drive, drive. There was no really enjoying the time together. The only time we had that was Saturday night when we were chowing down on pizza. That was the only time we had that. And while this was ambitious by all of us, we knew it was a bit much. And I think it would have worked out better. I mean, we didn't kill each other. We didn't fight. We didn't yell. So it was a success. But if we try to do something like this again, we need we need to contain it a little bit more because we need to, to enjoy our time wherever we are. You know, it relax in a hotel room. Go walk around and take stuff in. Spend time apart. It's not like we got on each other's nerves. We didn't. But when you're trapped with people for four days... It can wear on you. So, it was a fun experience and a fun trip. I'm glad we did it. We loved Columbus. Loved New Jersey. Buffalo was great. Pittsburgh was, uh, it was that. But I don't regret what we did. I absolutely don't. I'd recommend a lot of hockey fans try something like this. Get your friends together and travel and go city hopping. See how it turns out. And I'm glad we did this. It won't deter us from doing stuff like this again, but just not on this grand of of a level. Not this much. So that'll do it for this edition of Tales from the Road NHL Edition. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this on whatever road trip you might be on. This lengthy podcast could have helped you out with it. We still have one more Tales from the Road to deal with, and this time we'll be going back to an old friend in Providence but get out there and enjoy the summer of no worries Bears fans and we'll see you back at Giant Center before you know it we'll catch you next time thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to if you are listening on Apple or Google please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords if you enjoyed this podcast On Twitter, that's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears.